It's widely known just how challenging it is to find a qualified teacher and instructors in this industry. And this is not something new, by the way, but the pandemic certainly exacerbated the issue. So what's a studio owner to do? Well, lucky for you, today I'm joined by Trisha Whitlock, who has decided to solve the problem in a very unique way. Listen in and learn if you're in a spot where you're looking to grow and manage your team more effectively. Well, hi there. I'm Sarah Glanfield. I'm a business and marketing strategist just for boutique fitness studio owners like you. If you're ready to be inspired and make a bigger impact, you're in the right place. All you need are a few key strategies, the right mindset, and some support along the way. Join me as I share the real life insights that will help you grow a sustainable and profitable studio. This is the Pilates Business Podcast. Welcome back to the Pilates Business Podcast. I'm Saran, and I'm so happy that you have taken the time to listen in to this episode today. We're talking all about team management and people management, and I will be 100% honest with you. I think this is one of those areas where as you grow as a studio owner, you realize relatively quickly that this is a challenge for most people. After setting up the studio, after becoming a viable business and generating profit, the next big challenge most studio owners face is people management. And it's something that if you want to grow a team, we have to get really, really good at. And one of the challenges that we face in our industry that was, has been a problem for many, many years and um, that I was talking about, you know, back in 2015, 2014, but has been exacerbated by the pandemic is accessing amazing talent in our industry and being able to recruit teachers and instructors who are able to give you some the hours that they that you need who are able who are properly qualified and able to teach your clients the way that you want them to be taught um, and it's it's been a challenge and so today I um, I'm joined by Trisha Trisha Whitlock who is the owner of Soul Bodyworks a boutique Pilates studio in Northern Texas um, welcome Trisha. Thank you, Sarah. Good to see you. Good to see you. I'm so glad you're here. So Trisha um, actually began her Pilates journey after having worked in corporate America. Um, and she's owned her studio now for nearly 10 years. So she transitioned into uh, the fitness world after having worked in the corporate world. Um, and she discovered Pilates. It changed her life in so many ways, like it has for so many of us, right? Um, and it also provided a fuel for her entrepreneurial spirit. Um, and like so many of us, it healed her body from a lot of things that were happening and been happening over the years. Um, and she now has a very successful studio, but also she has um, been on a bit of a mission to help us all solve this problem of um, accessing the talent in our industry. So welcome, Trisha. Why don't we get started and tell us a little bit about that very first experience you have with becoming the studio owner after having been in the corporate world? Well, it was incredibly exciting. Uh, I had been under the, the corporate thumb for a long time. And I'm a bit of a rebel. I like to do things my own way, make my own rules. And all of a sudden, I was able to do that 100% of the time. I was a bit surprised at how kind of scary it was. 
to, to build something and manage something and make all the decisions by myself. Uh, I kind of felt like I was on an island for a little while. But I very quickly discovered that managing people when you are the owner of a business is much different than managing people when you are simply a manager or supervisor in a larger corporation. Uh, so that was my my first big aha moment. Um, there were a lot of things I was unprepared for dealing with as far as really the biggest one was navigating the contractor landscape, independent contractor versus a W-2 employee. And we can have a whole probably podcast or you may already have one <laughs> on that subject. <laughs> I won't derail us with that, but but that was definitely different as far as what you can expect from people as independent contractors versus if they are full-time employees with benefits. Absolutely. It's a very different world, very different world, right? So at that time, how many teachers did you have in your studio? I had anywhere between eight and 12 teachers, just depending on what was going on. Uh, There was a lot of ebb and flow from the very beginning. Uh, I would have people that were there for two weeks and then they were, then they were gone and off to something else for whatever reason it was. And then I also had to let people go for being late when I really didn't want to. So between eight and 12. Yeah. So it's a decent sized team, decent number of people to be managing, right? And so tell us a little bit about that learning curve and what that looked like for you. You mentioned that it was a little bit different to being in a a corporate world um, and managing a team in the corporate world, but managing as a, as a business owner was different. What were the sort of biggest challenge, you know, what were the biggest differences for you, you know, on the ground inside of the studio that you, you saw? The, one of the biggest differences was the inability to have team meetings. Everybody was at the studio at a different time. Sometimes there would be two teachers there at the same time, but never was the entire eight to group of eight to 12 there at the same time. And because they were independent contractors, most of them worked for other studios or had other part-time jobs. So organizing a team meeting, it was pretty much impossible. Yes, it is. And that's something that still exists today. You know, we get to get super creative with how we pull the team together. And it's, it can be a really big challenge, especially when you have people who are perhaps not working a lot of hours. Is that something you also had to, had to, had to work through? Yes. In the beginning, when I was changing up the formats and the schedule of the studio, I wasn't able to offer a lot of hours. That in and of itself was a problem with attracting and keeping staff because they, of course, they need to make a living. So I could only offer them one or two classes and perhaps that wasn't enough for them to stay. And obviously I wanted to build things, but that took time. And at the same time, I was learning how to market and how to build student relationships and get out in the community. So having juggling the two together and trying to make them match up um, was, was definitely a learning curve. Absolutely. So then tell us how you kind of began to solve the sort of the transient nature often of, of our industry when it comes to teachers um, initially. What, what was that you told me you did first of all? Well, now you've put me on the spot and I forgot. I, I do know that one of the things I did was I started to get out into the community, take continuing education courses and meet instructors and go to different studios and take classes, um, do workshops, things like that, uh, so that I could meet people and start to build a network, which I determined that was probably the best thing to do whenever I needed staff was to have a network that I could pull from. Yeah. 
And so did you find that that helped with sort of subbing in situations and, and was that a good enough for you or did I, cause I think you then went on to develop Facebook groups and things like that. I did. Um, and that kind of developed in a, in a different way. I thought, well, wouldn't it be nice for me to travel somewhere and take the load off of uh, a fellow studio owner and teach for them and let them take a vacation. And I have a vacation of sorts too in their location. And from uh, that idea was born a Facebook group called Traveling Pilates Instructors. And that was actually pre-COVID. I think I formed that group in 2017 or 2018 um, with that idea in mind and also for instructors to be able to travel around the world and perhaps teach and earn a little bit of money or have a place to stay while they were teaching in an exotic location. A bit of a pipe dream, but the group grew rather rapidly. Apparently, other people thought that was a pretty nifty idea. Right. And the beauty of this work truly is that, and I remember thinking this when I first got um, did my teacher training program, was that this is a skill that you develop, that you learn. You learn how to teach this, and you can truly go anywhere in the world and make a living for yourself, right? Which is not the case in a lot of other industries or other, um, you know, careers, but this certainly is a career where, which does allow you to be able to travel and to have a career wherever you are in the world, which is a really wonderful thing. So it's really amazing that you're sort of being thoughtful about how we could set up that kind of lifestyle for, for teachers and for instructors. Did you manage to go anywhere fun to teach? Did you, did you, did you travel and teach? I'll be honest with you. Uh, I'm more interested when I travel in being a tourist <laughs> or laying on, laying on a beach. Laying on beach. <laughs> when I, tra- when I traveled, usually what I did is I found a studio where I could go and have some lessons and be more anonymous, not have to announce myself as a studio owner or an instructor and really immerse myself in that experience of being a student which was, uh, is, it's still very important to me to have those experiences. I don't want to have that identity following me everywhere. Now, I did have some people come to me and teach at my studio while I took a vacation. You did. That's exciting. Yes. Yes, that was, and it, it worked out really well. But I did learn that the puzzle pieces have to fit together correctly in order for something like that to work. It doesn't work that way all the time. But back to your point, of being able to take this career on the road anywhere. Uh, I almost feel like that is an emerging lifestyle and traveling Pilates instructors has been a part of that. And I hope that it will continue to be because we have this whole younger generation that's getting trained in Pilates and getting their, their sea legs, if you will. And it's so important as an instructor to work with different bodies, to work on different apparatus um, because we're not just going to encounter the same apparatus at every studio. Uh, not only, not only different brands, but different ages of, of apparatus, different configurations, because I don't know about other studio owners, but I play with putting different springs on different apparatus, uh, to see how it works. Um, it's different age springs because some of them stretch, uh, differently, have different wear than on others. And, I add different things to to my equipment to make it unique and special for my clients and what I experience within the four walls of my studio. Um, But if you travel and you teach at different studios, you can gain that type of experience. And it's it's absolutely invaluable. And experience, as you know, is irreplaceable. There, There is no substitute for it. 
And that could lead us down the path of how do studios find instructors with the proper experience for their studio and their clientele. Right. And when, you know, as you're, you know, you're still teaching, you still have your team. How do you go about finding teachers and what do you look for with, with, when, when it comes to hiring today, having been through this, having been on this journey for 10 years now and having learned what you've learned? Honestly, I look for initiative. Uh, the primary uh, initiative that, that really catches my attention is if somebody comes to my studio who is a teacher to take a class, just like I do. They're curious, right? They are interested in being in relationship with a studio. And so they take that first step to come and, and see what the studio is about and see if it's a good fit for them. So that always piques my interest. I, I don't find it, never have found it pleasing to be in a situation where I'm basically begging for people to come and work for me. Right. Right. That's not a fun place to be. No, it is not at all. I'm sure. No, it's a, it's a partnership, right? You have to have, it's a two-way street. And for, you know, there's, there's a lot that I think that, um, you know, we have as an industry been evolving to facilitate a better career path for instructors. Right. And we have been evolving as instruct as as business owners to um, put in place the um, best practices that we know mean that our business is sustainable and is stable. And and when it comes to having a team, it's really important to have a great team of of teachers and instructors because they represent your business and your brand to you know probably at least seventy five percent of your clients, right? Um, in some cases, so it's really important to find the right people. And so tell me a little bit about how you came to the solution for finding talent that you have come up with today. Well, as we discussed, it's, it's hard to, to find that, that right fit. So I got to thinking, well, other than them coming to me and showing initiative, how am I even going to discover them and find that they're the right fit without going through a pretty extensive interview process. Well, let's say somebody moves to the area or they've left another studio. Well, of course, you start with a conversation. And then you talk about technique and style and where they were trained and what their experience is and where their continuing education is from or if, if it's even important to them. Uh, and then you want to see how they teach, of course. So what does that involve? Does it involve them teaching you does it involve them teaching a client in front of you? Does it involve them just coming in and randomly teaching a class, which is kind of the big risk, or you take a class from them? I mean, there's so many different ways that it can go. There does, didn't seem to be a, a set, um, a standard of hiring for our industry. It was very wishy-washy, mishmash, if you will. Uh, and on the instructor side, if you're looking for a, a Pilates job, where are they posted? pretty much all over the place or not at all. It could be word of mouth. Um, it could be from the teacher training program that you went through right, in, in an ideal world, but that doesn't always happen because sometimes you have to take a teacher training program that's not even in your city. And unless you're willing to relocate, you might not find a job. So you can go to Indeed, you can go to LinkedIn, you can go to Craigslist, you can go to Facebook. There's just so many scattered places. And I thought, well, wouldn't it be nice if we just had one platform? I'm going to back up a little bit because I mentioned traveling Pilates instructors, which was a piece of that puzzle. 
right? People can travel and do temporary work, but that doesn't address the long-term needs of a studio. A studio needs people that are going to be consistent and long-term and loyal, or it needs a steady influx of teachers from a teacher training program or from people who are traveling and assisting with seasonal fluctuations in classes and clients. Really common in Florida, for example. I'd been doing traveling Pilates instructors for a couple of years, and I was approached by a couple in New York who had actually developed an app around the idea that I just mentioned, streamlining the process and putting everything in one place, making it very specific for our boutique industry. So that's what's happened now is we've developed, uh, they developed an app and I partnered with them and have a role within that software company. It's called Plank App. And it is a place where studios can come and sign up and browse the app for instructors who are actively looking for work. It is a worldwide application, although most of our users right now are in the United States. And they are centered in major metropolitan areas, New York, Miami, Chicago, LA, Dallas, places like that. Um, And then from the instructor side, instructors can get on the app and it's a resume, a place for their resume. Instead of sending CVs and doing all this scattered communication and going through an interview process that varies from not only studio to studio, but state to state, uh, there's so many variations, but the instructors will go on the app, they will post photos of themselves videos of themselves teaching. They'll tell all about themselves and their certification. The app is tailored to allow Pilates instructors to really highlight their unique skills instead of having it be more generic like you would find on an Indeed or a LinkedIn. So you get some very industry-specific questions that studios will know to look for, and they can search for specific things, a, a comprehensively certified instructor with a emphasis on pre and postnatal, for example, a a studio could search for somebody like that within the app and the instructor can highlight their skills in that area so that they are able to really appeal to that studio and a match can be made of sorts. It's like a match.com almost for our industry. That's fantastic. And so tell us a little bit about, you know, if you're just to walk us through so you're a studio owner and you're looking for a, a, a Pilates teacher with, I presume you can put in a certain number of years of experience, perhaps a specific qualification you're looking for, a certification or training program, um, and obviously location. And then, um, and the instructor would then, would then contact the studio or the studio would contact the instructor or vice versa. I, I'm assuming it kind of works both ways. Is that how that would work? Absolutely. Yes. So a studio can search for an instructor Perfect. and then they can send them a message. They can add them as a favorite. Got it. Uh, and an instructor also can search for studios and message a studio. The other piece I didn't mention is that studios can post their jobs and then instructors can apply for those jobs directly on the app and the communication can begin there. Excellent. And so when that communication happens, what happens after that? Is it is it up to the studio owner to facilitate the next steps or do you help guide the the process? Good question. So let's say that I'll give my studios as an example. I post a job. I'm looking for a Pilates instructor to, to teach X number of hours a week, private lessons, group classes, whatever the case may be. An instructor sees that job pop up on their feed 
Because when an instructor opens their app, they'll actually have a feed of jobs that are available near them. They can also view destination jobs. There's different ways that they will see jobs on their feed. They will go and apply for that job. And this opens up a, a message between us. And as a studio member, I'll have three tabs. The first tab is just regular messages. And then I will have instructors that I've accepted for jobs and also instructors that I have declined for jobs for whatever reason. Let's say it was already filled. I would just notify them, okay, you've been declined for now. I'm so glad to meet you. I'd like to keep you in mind for future opportunities. But it gives studios a way to manage what they're doing for each job. And they can post multiple jobs on there. Let's say you have different formats that you're teaching in your studio. A mat teacher, for example, you just are looking for someone with a mat certification. So that's how it goes. And what we're seeing is that studios and instructors are starting the communication online on the app, and then they're taking it offline and getting on the phone together, kind of like you and I are right now. Wonderful. This is so exciting, Tricia, to be able to have this platform for our industry Because at the moment, we're relying on a lot of other platforms that are not really specific to the industry. Um, And so this is really, you know, this is designed to really help studio owners, boutique fitness studio owners, Pilates studio owners, yoga studio owners to help find the right talent for their particular business and needs. Um, And so you're going to go on there and you're going to find people who are already interested in in what you're offering in your studio, or you're going to find studios who are looking for teachers and you'll be able to find the right match. So it's about finding the right fit for your studio. Right. And that's, you know, we don't want to waste, we're too busy to waste people's time and having interviews or have application processes being filled out without, you know, some details that really are necessary to be able to, um, filter through. Um, and so it's really wonderful that you've created this, this platform and this opportunity for for teachers and studio owners to find each other and and to really f- propel each other's careers and businesses, right? Yeah. And I feel that instructors really do want to make this a quote unquote real career. Yes. Um, instead of just kind of a fly by night thing. Um, but it, it's hard to do that. Uh, and we have to come at it from both sides of the equation from both the studio side and the instructor side so that we can meet in the middle and really make it something that's sustainable for both studios and uh, instructors that earn a living wage and perhaps earn benefits. I think that that is all gradually evolving. And it's my hope that this app pulls that all together so that we can both from the studio and instructor side, see into a brighter future that really does support boutique fitness um, instead of, kind of the move that I'm seeing towards corporate fitness. I think boutique fitness has such a high value um, because of its personal touch and its energetic relations, uh, relationships with uh, students and teachers that is really, it's very it's important to me um, to have those relationships with people because I think it makes Oh, here we go into some of my my heart stuff. Sometimes I have trouble finding words around things that that cause a lot of emotion in my heart. Um, But I think it's just critical for the future of humanity to maintain those close personal uh, energetic relationships with one another and to have hands on the body uh, instead of just doing things virtually, which certainly that has its value. 
But I do want to go back to the app for just a moment. I'm really good at derailing, so I, I apologize. Is now the Plank app is a baby company, um, and it's it's really exciting to be part of a startup. I'll tell you that. Not something I've ever done. Um, I never saw myself doing something like this, let alone in the software world. So it's really fun and exciting to build something. And this really is my second time around in building something because I built a studio. But now I get to build something for not just me and my students. I get to build something for our whole industry. And this is such a pivotal time because I have such an intimate knowledge of the industry. And I have so many people in my network that have that intimate knowledge as well. And more and more studio owners are joining all all the time. The feedback that we're getting from people is going to allow us to develop this app in a way that really supports the community um, in that growth. So we want right now we're working on improving user experience, improving um, the workflows, what things studios want to see from instructors and learn about them. We're putting that on their profiles. So it's really great to see how all of that is blossoming into, into something really beautiful, unique, and, and helpful. Wonderful. It is. Truly, it is. Every business that is in that growth phase like you are has this sort of refining process happening. You're refining and, and adjusting and adapting to the needs and the wants of, of the people that you're serving. And it's wonderful that, you know, you, like I guess you said yourself, this is, this is something that is really going to help to establish and, and evolve the industry as an industry that supports both the studio owner, the business owner, but also the instructors and the teachers who are absolutely integral and in such a, an important um, group of people that we want to see. And I would love to see have more support and more access to benefits and a really <clears throat> solid career path for them. And so these types of, you know, this, these, this is like the, this is truly the next chapter. And this is how one of the ways that we can support our industry and in making sure that all of our teachers have that support, have the ability to find wonderful positions that they are excited about and that they feel fulfilled by and, um, and bringing the right people, you know, bringing the two together is, is, you know, is really, it's a wonderful thing. So I'm excited for what's going to come next for Plank app as well, because I know it's only going to continue to, to help the industry and evolve, help evolve the industry. So why don't you tell us a little bit about how instructors and studio owners can find Plank app and connect with you as well? So the easiest way is just to go uh, from your phone. Right now, Plank app is only available on your mobile device, not your tablet, but just your cell phone. So you'll go either to Apple or the Google store and just search for Plank app, all one word, and you'll be able to download the app on your phone immediately. If you want to read more about Plank app and see some screenshots and things like that, we have that available on our website at plankapp.com. But if you're ready to get started right away, I have great news. Instructors, you can create an account for free. So all you do, make sure you have a photo and a little typed out bio and a video of yourself available. You download the app, you click instructor to get started, and you'll be emailed a link. Just click on the link and you'll be automatically logged into the app and you can begin creating a very robust, personalized profile that showcases your skills to studios. 
and they'll be able to see you right away. As soon as you hit save, it's live on the app, no delay. If you're uh, conversely a studio and you just want to get a little feel for the app, we have a studio free tier option. So you can just check it out. You can see how it works. And if you think it will be of value to you, then we invite you to sign up as a paying member. And then you'll have full access to all of the features of the app, such as messaging, posting unlimited jobs. You can also post your studio's trainings, workshops, and retreats if you're offering those so that you can find uh, the right instructors for all of those categories. Excellent. Fantastic. Well, Trisha, thank you so much for all of the work you're doing in putting together Plank App. I know, I'm sure it's it's not easy and we are learning a lot about all of this, the wonderful world of software and app development, which is a whole new world. Um, so thank you for that. And also thank you for coming on today and being so open and honest about um, your journey in the Pilates world. And we appreciate appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And I will talk to you again soon. Thank you. So there you have it, the next phase of finding the perfect instructor for the perfect job. Just a quick reminder, Plank app is free for instructors. There is also a free tier available for studio owners. Um, and I encourage you to go and check it out. Okay, so I hope this was helpful to you as you go about building your boutique fitness business. If you love what you hear today and you like what you've heard on all the other episodes, I would be so appreciative if you could go to wherever you're listening to this and rate and review this podcast. It will mean so much to me and will help to get this podcast out into the community with all of the amazing resources that I share here so that more teachers and studio owners will feel encouraged and supported on their journey in our industry. Did you love this episode and want more? Head to spring3.com and check out my free resources that will help you run a profitable and fulfilling studio business. And before you go, one last reminder, there is no one way to do what you do, only your way. So whatever it is that you want to do, create or offer, you've got this. Thanks again for joining me today and have a wonderful rest of your day. Oh,